I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 556 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest returning to the podcast today. Joe DeSena joins me on First Class Fatherhood. Joe DeSena is the founder and CEO of Spartan Race. Spartan Race is a series of obstacle courses of varying distances and difficulties. They are held throughout the United States and in more than 30 countries around the world. Joe DeSena was a businessman and stock trader before he started dabbling in long-distance events. His passion for competing grew so large that in one year alone, Joe competed in 50 ultra events and 14 Ironmans. He's a New York Times best-selling author of Spartan Up and Spartan Fit. He's got a brand new book out right now available titled 10 Rules for Resilience, Mental Toughness for Families. The link to the book is in today's show notes. Joe has got a unique approach to fatherhood and parenting. We're going to get into that and so much more. I'm honored to have him back on the podcast. Joe DeSena will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Joe DeSena was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the founder of Spartan Race and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and I've had several dads on here that have competed in Spartan races, including Jason Wood. You can go back and find that interview back in the archives there. If you guys are interested in signing your kids up, they have kids Spartan races, Spartan races for families. Go to Spartan.com and find out more. And talk about running. Next week on the podcast here, I'm going to have one of the fastest NFL players in history that will be joining me here on the podcast, Willie Gold, the Chicago Bears legend, also set world records as a track star. He'll be joining me here, so don't miss out on that. If you're enjoying the podcast here, please hit me with that rating and review. Always goes a long way to help me out. Be sure you follow me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, for all the other upcoming guest announcements. And as always, Dad, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, and let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Joe DeSena. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I got a couple of ways for you guys to help support the podcast here and save some money. As you know, Christmas shopping season has started once again, and right now, my pillow has got the lowest prices in history on their original my pillow, the pillow that started it all. The normal price is $69.98, but right now, if you use the promo code Fatherhood, you're going to get it for $19.98. That's right, save $50 on the original my pillow. Go visit mypillow.com and use the promo code Fatherhood at the checkout. All right, and secondly, as you know, the NFL season is now heating up. The NBA and the NHL are underway. Take your kids to the game in person the way it's supposed to be and save $20 on your tickets at SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and plug in the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS. Go to SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and use the promo code FIRSTCLASS and save $20 on your tickets. All right, just a quick recap. MyPillow.com, promo code FATHERHOOD. SeatGeek.com, promo code First Class, two ways for you guys to save money and help support First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Joe DeSena. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me. All right, well, let's get an update on the four kids here. How old are they now? How are they doing? All right, the oldest is 16, boy. Next down is 14, boy. And we got a 12-year-old girl and an 8-year-old girl. The girls play soccer. The boys wrestle. And um, 
they're training like crazy. They speak fluent Mandarin. I've been uh, really like a maniac on the Mandarin, on the math. Um, everybody's good. Everybody's healthy. I got no complaints. Very cool. Good to hear. I got a copy of your book, 10 Rules for Resilience. We're going to hit on that in just a second here. If you could, Joe, just a reminder to the listeners and my new listeners here, just hit us with a quick, uh, simple capsule form about a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah. So Joe Desen, I founded Spartan. Spartan is in 45 countries, 325 events. Um, we basically take people through barbed wire, fire, mud, up and down mountains. The worse the weather, the better. And in, do, and in doing so, we transform folks. And uh, I've had 10 million people come through the system from the Kardashians, Lance Armstrong, Alicia Keys, Serena Williams, to, to moms and monks and Marines and you name it. Uh, they go from you know five years old to 85 years old. And everybody's looking to just push themselves outside their comfort zone. That's why they sign up for one. Um, I've been pushing my kids, my wife and I have been pushing our kids pretty hard since their birth. We had a Kung Fu master living with us for years and uh, all in an effort to make them more resilient and tougher and able to deal with real life when they move out of the house. So um, I wanted to write a book on parenting to give folks an idea on how to do it and, and feel good about it. My wife was dead set against it. She said, what the hell do you know? You're, you're a dad for the first time. And so I convinced Dr. Al, Dr. Laura Pence, who's on the cover with me here. She's actually in the room with me. Uh, so that this way I had a real true doctor that said, Joe's not crazy. Or maybe she said, Joe is crazy. And um, there's really some good methods and methodologies to this. And there's a reason for it. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah, I, I really love what you do, Joe, what you stand for. And it's, it's so much needed right now, especially, uh, you know, the book, 10 Rules for Resilience, Mental Toughness for Families. And uh, I want to go right right through the book here, if I could. I know you got one chapter here um, on uh, failing forward. And I just want to read right here from the book. Failures more than successes tend to stick around. They loop in our mind over and over. But if we learn to shift perspective on our failures, this loop provides an opportunity for us to gain wisdom. This is how we fail forward. How do you get this fail forward? How, how can you relate this to uh, fatherhood, Joe? You know, I said to my son a couple of months ago, we lost a, a wrestling match. They lose a lot, right? Wrestling is a tough sport, just like any sport or anything in life. And I and he was upset. And I said, Jack, I said, you're going to lose about 300 more matches, <laughs> like minimum. Get used to it. Learn from it. Study what mistakes you made. Like, that's just the deal. I, I can't even tell you how many times I failed, how many times you failed. Right? We all fail. And, and as long as it's not a fatal failure, it's good. Do an after action report. Write down why you failed. Were you prepared? Did you train enough? Was it stuff outside your control? Was it in your control? Right? Like if you if you block it all out and you're so emotional about it, you don't learn from it, then it was a waste of time. But if you use it to make yourself better, you should thank God. Thank thankfully you failed. You got an opportunity now to be better. Imagine yeah. Even if you never fail, if everything you did was perfect, and then what? Then when you're at the then when you're at the big moment under the lights and you've never failed and you got no practice failing and you know then you lose the big one. I'd rather lose all the way up to the top, right? Learn from it and then win the one that matters. 
Yeah, very well said. And Joe, we seem to be stuck in this uh, every kid gets a trophy philosophy, which has been just a colossal failure, I think, in our society. And and just to your point there, I usually use the example of like someone like Michael Jordan, who was cut from his high school basketball team and, and that lit a fire under him. And, it, you know, God only knows if that incident didn't happen. Maybe we don't see the same guy uh, down the line of life that that really he responded to that in such a, tr a traumatic way that made him the best player of all time. And I think we're doing our kids a disservice by this. Um, no kid loses. Every kid's a winner. We don't keep scoring the games. Uh, what's your take? Of course. I mean, I, look, I don't know Tiger Woods background, but his dad, uh, obviously an amazing player, right? Amazing golfer. His dad was there and kind of protecting him, keeping him on the guardrails. And when dad was gone, the guy went off the rails. And so my guess is um, to use that example versus Michael, like you want him to fail. You want him to fail young. You want him to fail fast. You want him to learn from it. So that again, when they get out of the house and they're faced with adversity, because we're all faced with adversity, shit's going to go wrong. There's some sirens here in Boston. They go by all the time. Sorry about that. No problem. But um, you'd be doing your kids such, such, such a favor. Look, we practice piano. We practice math. We practice everything in life. Why don't we practice failure? Why don't we practice adversity? Why are we afraid of it? Yeah, it, it seems like that's the way. And I know one of the other uh, chapters you got in the book here, uh, Discipline Breeds Responsibility. Those are two words that frighten the daylights out of a lot of people today, discipline and responsibility. Uh, so how do we do that now? How do we do this as dads? How can we um, help our kids become better disciplined, which will ultimately lead to them having more responsibility? Yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta have rituals. Uh, for us, the rituals have started at 5.15, 5.30 in the morning. Sometimes I wake them up with bagpipes. I wake them up with ACDC, turn on the lights, the dog, the bird. We've got these rituals. We're disciplined around waking up early and to the point where it's just going to be wired in their brain. This is what we do. Well, I wish I wish your kids had more sleep. Well, then they got to go to bed earlier. But, but we've got strict discipline around it. We do Mandarin every day. Well, there was a party yesterday. Can we take today? No, we do it every single day, just like we brush our teeth, just like we go to bed. We're very disciplined about certain things. We set standards. And when you do that, when you do that, life just becomes easier. When you're all over the place and some days you wake up at noon, some days you wake up at eight, some days you work out, some days you don't, some days you eat healthy, you're a mess. Your life's a mess. So it's harder on the way in to be disciplined and stick to those rituals, but it's easier in the long run. Choose your hard, right? You want to have a messed up, difficult life, but, but it feels easier at the moment? Or do you want to do the work now and save the fun for later? That's the way I think about it. Yeah, well said. What about, though, Joe, for the family that's already gone off the rails? They're in these bad habits, uh, got multiple kids. They're scattered all over the place. They haven't been living this type of disciplined uh, lifestyle. What's the first step they can take if they want to make a commitment to start making a, a lifestyle change for the family? What's the first way for that family to kind of rein it in and get a new lease on life here? Well, you got to all sit around. You got to lay out your plan, your purpose, your mission as a family. Make sure everybody's bought in. If the kids are young, you mandate the buy-in. You don't have to ask them for buy-in. And um, if they're older, I'd, I'd put them in the military. <laughs> it sounds, sounds terrible, but I've had a lot of adults, very wealthy, affluent adults, send me kids that are 21, 22 years old. It's too late. It's too hard to make those changes at that point. I'd rather 
I mean, it sounds terrible. It sound, I, don't, I know there's a lot of folks saying, oh my God, that's so extreme. But um, look, you do the work at 21, 22, we got a shot at 27, 28 years old being on track. We don't do the work, we keep the same old, same old, 28, 29, kids maybe are still living in the basement. Yeah, and, and, and Joe, is there a fine line on when, when you, as a parent, you know you've pushed too much? One of the things I know right now, and I talk as it relates to fatherless homes, we've got a, a problem with youth suicide in our country, and the biggest majority of that are kids that are growing up without a dad, but that's a side take. Now, uh, suicide is the second leading cause amongst uh, kids 10 to age 21 in this country, and it's gone up every single year since 2007, and I don't think it's a coincidence that that's the same year as the first iPhone uh, hit the shelves as well. So how do we know as parents, if we're pushing too hard, when is it time to, to peel back a little bit? How do we know that if we're getting a little bit uh, too overboard on, on our harsh uh, discipline or parenting and doing this philosophy? Well, you know, you want to, you got to love your kid, right? And they got to know there's unconditional love there. And you don't certainly don't want to hurt uh, your children, but, um, but you also don't want to be so soft and so lax and so complacent that the kid is not uh, getting after it and not feeling good about his or herself um, and gaining confidence from those, those uh, picking themselves up from those failures and, and those accomplishments. So there's a fine line. There's a movie, uh, an old movie, The Great Santini, or I don't know, I think they made it into a movie. Like you could push too hard as a parent. There are moments when I got to check myself and say, hey, Joe, you pushed a little too much tonight. Ease it off. Give your son a hug. You know, I sent I sent them to Europe this uh, this summer. Flights were dirt cheap because of COVID. I got a friend who's a Green Beret. I said, do me a favor, keep an eye on them. Let them think they're backpacking through Europe, but make sure they get home after two weeks. And I gave them, you know, just some just some free time, just some R and R time. So um, you gotta you gotta watch it. I, there's no way to set. Uh, something up in this call that says you can go to here, but you can't go to no. You got you got to keep an eye on it and 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 head check yourself. But um, if, if you have a choice between soft and hard, always go hard. Yeah, and, and just like you, Joe, I have four kids myself, and and all four of them require different. Uh, styles of discipline and different ways, uh, uh, you know, I would call it their love language, whatever you want to call it, that you all respond to discipline in different ways. Do you find that you're this, yourself with your four kids, you have to kind of treat them, you have one blanket fits all, or do you e e treat them each individually in different ways when it comes to your process of, of discipline and doing this uh, philosophy? As you ask that question, I think about what the, how they each act at 5.15, 5.30 in the morning, waking them up, and they definitely all act differently, but like, my answer is I take no prisoners. We're getting up. Uh, yes, you, you might like to be coddled. This one, like, like, we're getting up. I don't have time. You don't have time. We're waking up. That's it. Um, could you imagine in boot camp, uh, if you could think of any one of those military movies where when the bugle goes off and everybody's got to wake up, um, the, the, the drill sergeant said, well, John likes to be coddled. Uh, Frank, like, no. We're waking up. The lights are on. Everybody up. Add attention. Clean. Make your bed. Let's go. So, um, yes, later in the day, does, does each kid require a different style of communication? Sure. But um, there are certain standards. There are certain things we do as a family. I do it with them, so I model the behavior, too. It's not like I'm, I'm sitting from an armchair couch saying, uh, you know, you do it, but I want to watch. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm in, I'm in the in the mud with you.
Yeah, really good stuff, Joe. What about as far as the Spartan race? Have you have you seen families come into this and do it together where the mom, the dad and the kids are, are, are all competing? Obviously, the kids in the kids Spartan race. Uh, and have you seen, you know, fundamental changes in the families before and then after they competed? Hundreds and hundreds of thousands. And, and the emails and the messages and the meetings I get are, oh, my God, I would have had no connection to my 12 year old, 13 year old, 14 year old, 15 year old. Over the last three years, we went and did 21 Spartan races around the country. We trained together. We traveled together. We built bonds together. If my son or daughter was playing soccer, I wouldn't be on the field with them. I wouldn't have that connection. This has been unbelievable. Um, yes, the stories are amazing. Awesome. And how did you make out during this entire pandemic? Obviously changed things around. How did it affect Spartan race? And uh, were you able to still get some races in throughout the pandemic? Did you ever see uh, Rocky one? Yes. Remember when Apollo Creed was beating him to death for that moment in the uh, ring? Yes. That was what I was like. I was getting beaten to death during the pandemic. <laughs> Shut down in 45 countries. Everything that can go wrong went wrong. Banks calling, wanting their money. But uh, we're back. We're not back uh, around the whole world. We're 99% back in the United States. So, um, yeah, we're coming back. All right. Good stuff. And obviously, we mentioned here 10 Rules for Resilience. The book uh, available, link will be in the description of the podcast episode. What's next for you here, Joe? What are you working on? What kind of projects or goals you got for yourself here for the future? We're in the, we're in the middle of filming a TV show, um, funny enough, for CNBC. So um, super excited about that. Very cool. All right. Last thing I want to hit you with here, Joe, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Make the tough choices. Don't worry about winning the popularity contest. Yeah. Well said. Love the message. Honored to have you back on the podcast. Joe DeSena, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. You're the man. Thanks for having me. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Joe DeSena for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Make sure you go check out Joe's new book, 10 Rules for Resilience, Mental Toughness for Families. The link is in the description of today's uh, podcast episode. And don't forget, Christmas shopping season has begun. And if you're looking to get the lowest price in history, the MyPillow Classic, Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD. You're going to get the MyPillow Classic Pillow that was going for $69.98 for $19.98. That's a $50 savings. Also, if you use the promo code on the website, they got over 150 items. You're going to save up to 66% on your entire order. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD at MyPillow.com and get your Christmas season shopping started early. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lays. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Your half truths and